the college football experience coaching carousel episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. So grab that thing and remember, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Football experience, coaching carousel episode. As uh, I mean, just shit is happening all across the sport. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> I don't have any stress. All right, maybe Auburn's athletic director might have a little bit of stress, but uh, we'll be talking about it, folks. I am joined by, couldn't be in studio. He was on a covert mission to. Uh, I, th- I got a feeling he's somewhere at a nightclub with that backdrop, uh, <laughs> trying to get Paul Johnson, or maybe maybe you're hanging out with Hugh Freeze. I don't know. That's right. Uh, me and Hugh's, uh, there's a little uh, little dancing behind me here. Yeah, exactly. Where's the pole? Play the music. Um, <laughs> give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing. Oh, you're dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Let's go. The shit is happening all across the sport. We talk college football year round here. All right. End of the regular season. No big deal. We keep it going all 12 months. Um, Let's uh let we got a lot to talk about. I see the chat moving along. Shout out to 3802 and Brian Sanders saying, Save me from this Monday night football misery. You're damn right. Playing it at that fucking roller rink. All right. Uh and GBO Farms. Um, and we we have a lot of talk. A lot of talk. I guess we'll start with the biggest news since we last recorded on Saturday. Uh, Jeff trailer hired by Auburn. No, we thought that was the case. <laughs> Shout out to Twitter. Twitter is such a shit show. Had so, me going. Had yeah, me going I thought sure. so too. I was like, wow. Well, I thought, you know, I understood the drama potentially with uh Whiffin on Kiffin. I like that. <laughs> I like Whiffin that. on Kiffin. That should be a t-shirt. See what they did there. Yeah. Uh, 
and then, uh, you know, Hugh strip club freeze. Uh, you know, I thought I could see them saying, okay, maybe we can't get this guy. And uh, then them having to go somewhere, but I love this tweet. So, so today Auburn hires Hugh strip club freeze. And one of the better tweets that I saw, let me pull this up. Um, Auburn hired a former Arkansas state coach, fired him, replaced him with the former Arkansas state head, uh, head football coach, fired him and then replaced him with a former Arkansas state football head coach. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Patty C. Uh, you, <laughs> it's funny. Cause I was just talking to uh, 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 Wolf of Oakland on, uh, on, on DM. And I was asking him who, uh, who Arkansas's uh, main rival is in his opinion. He was like Auburn. They steal all the coaches from the state of Arkansas. Um, <laughs> it's just what they do. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, cause where would, where, if you asked an Auburn fan, that question though, Arkansas probably be pretty down, down, down the ranks, right? Yeah. They just, for whatever reason have been able to kind of bully them and, and take their coaches a little bit. But uh, you know, I mean, especially Malzahn, that that's a big one. That was going to be an, an Arkansas hero, but um, got away, <laughs> went to Auburn. Uh, dude, what do So what do you think? Hugh freeze head coach of Liberty. I mean, we've been head coach uh, of Auburn uh, from Liberty. Yeah. Great hire. We've been saying it all along. I mean, the guy's got X's and O's skills, and that's kind of what you need at Auburn. I don't think he's uh, a liability at any place except for you know his phone lines potentially. <laughs> but at Auburn, that I think that flies. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. They got Bruce Pearl on the on the hardwood too. All right. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, was it uh, was it w- Wolken or someone? I think it was Wolken. Uh, Said, uh, you know, oh, they they shouldn't be surprised they're going after Freeze since they have uh, they have uh, Pearl, and then Pearl responded to him and he's like, so I take it you don't like me. <laughs> yeah, great. wasn't Pearl's re- sp- uh, like Pearl's thing was a little ridiculous. I mean, he's got some used cars. I'm sure he's dropped bags before, but I think the thing he got in trouble for was having like a barbecue with all of his team there. Yeah, I don't. Where I he don't paid for the fucking meat. Dude. Yeah, I think he's probably a good dude, but I mean, he's got a little, he's got no, a smidgen of car salesman in him. <laughs> yeah. Almost all uh, high level college basketball coaches do though. True. He, he's got, he's got an extra element. That's true. Okay. So we got, we got uh whiffing on Kiffin and they go into to strip club freeze, uh, which we think is a good hire for Auburn. I agree. I think it, it'll work out there as long as I mean, well for a few years, and then they'll fire him. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's going to win a national championship, but I think he's got the same kind of formula as Malzahn. A little more legit, a little less gimmick, a little more just straight good play calling. The, the problem he- is they're unrealistic though, dude. And and before yeah. to me before when he was in the SEC West, um, it wasn't. I mean, I guess you could say, well, I, I still think Brian Kelly's a much better coach than Ordron or Les Miles. And I don't think he was even there for Ordron. I think he was there for Miles. Okay. So I mean, maybe Saban leaves, but you have Kiffin now, Saban, uh, you know, Brian Kelly, Mike Leach. I just think even even pulled pork Pittman. I think yeah, it's just a much harder conference. Yeah, I know that the, the SC West was down this year a little bit, but I just think it I mean, is they a, had Mullen back then. It's been loaded for a long time, the SEC West, but it might be from a coaching standpoint more loaded than ever at this point. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably is. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to watch, but I do think that was a good hire. Now we jump over to Madison, Wisconsin, where they hired Luke Fickle away from your boys, your uh, boys, the uh, Cincinnati uh. Bearcats. 
I don't know if you're ready for my take on this one. What do you think? I don't like it. I don't think it's a I like to me, I don't understand why Luke Fickle passed on Notre Dame and Michigan State. Michigan State's gonna have a much larger NIL collective. And uh, yeah, for this? no, I don't understand that either necessarily. But it kind of fits with Fickle's thing. It's like Wisconsin, from what I understand, what I read the, the one of the headlines was, you know, he's he he's a believer in their brass. And obviously, uh who's it? Uh Who's the AD over there or had been the AD for a long time. They're Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah. yeah Alvarez. Yeah. You know, they, they've had a re- renowned uh, uh, athletic department for a long time and he's a family guy. And it, that kind of makes sense, you know, a little bit for it to just be like a safe landing spot for him where he'll be I, given time to build. I think Jim Leonard makes more sense. I know you can say fickles proven more as a head coach, which he certainly has. Yeah. I just think you're paying more. I, I, I just, a, I don't get the move from Fickle, and then let's let's call a spade a spade here. Once USC and UCLA enter this conference, and and it might even be Oregon and Washington, where would the pecking order of Wisconsin be? See, because I think Nebraska will have more from an NIL point of view, so I almost think Nebraska might have more potential than Wisconsin. I get that it. Wisco- ship is starting to sail in my mind. Which one? I'm starting to th- that that Nebraska has more potential than Wisconsin. Uh, you know, from an, I'm, uh, I'm only I'm only I'm only speaking from an NIL perspective. Okay. From an NIL that, perspective, that's still probably yeah. true. Yeah, uh, but I mean, obviously, Wisconsin's better from a location perspective, being so close to uh, uh, Chicago. Chicago. I think the state's been growing. Uh, yeah, so a football state. Not that Nebraska's not, but there's just a much larger population, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so my, my, my question that I guess would be like, I just think where would they fall in the ranks of, uh, of big 10 jobs? Like obviously Ohio state and Michigan, actually, I, I, I would tend to think USC might be, might be right there after Ohio state or right there well, with I'll, Ohio state. And then I'll then, give you this. I guarantee he wouldn't have uh, passed on Notre Dame before if they weren't going to the playoff last year. You know, he'd be at Notre Dame right now if that hadn't hadn't happened. So I don't think it's necessarily that he values Wisconsin and sees it as a better job than what he had, you know, at his fingertips last year. But uh, the opportunity is certainly, or the 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 situation's better to take a job at this point. Yeah, I just wonder, like, where would you put him in the coaching ranks? Because look, I mean, I, I obviously he's done a great job. I'm not trying to bag on Luke Fickle. I think he's a really good coach, but uh, the AAC was down some of those years. I mean, uh, Heupel wasn't as good at UCF. I mean, he was still good, but yeah. as, as frost. And then uh, you looked around, I would say what Tulsa, they played Tulsa with Philip Montgomery who got fired today or yesterday, which yeah. I, I still wonder why you would yeah, fire him. Silly, but um, firing. Uh, my point is, is there wasn't a lot of meat on the bone. I feel like even he had the Scotty Montgomery East Carolina years a lot. Um, sure. I mean, Cincinnati is as close to a turnkey program at the group of five level as you're going to get, you know, I mean, how many coaches succeeded pretty well there and parlayed that into a, a better gig was it Butch Jones, Brian Kelly. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there was at least one more. Uh, no, they have one year. They have one year I mean, before, before the, the divisions are removed. So let, let me answer this. Okay. Hold on. Let, let, let. I got USC as a better job than Wisconsin, right? 
I have Ohio State as a better job than Wisconsin. We also kind of might have passed on. We don't yes, know. But with knowing the athletic been. director, yeah, yeah, Mike yeah. Bone. Then, uh, so Ohio State, USC, Michigan. I think Michigan State's a better job than Wisconsin. Uh, I think Penn State's a better job than Wisconsin. I think USC and UCLA. Or I'm sorry, I already said USC. Uh, UCLA is. I think. What would you put UCLA ahead of Wisconsin? No, I wouldn't. From I mean, a think- from a job in the future, like let's be honest, Wisconsin wouldn't have been in many Big Ten championships if there wasn't if it wasn't for them being in the West. That's probably true. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Michigan was a little down, um, but Penn State was right there for most of those years. I guess Penn State was even down, and that's an anomaly because of the uh, you know thing, the the troubles. Um, but uh, yeah, in a, in a normal year, there's they're a full level lower than any of those three teams. And then you throw USC in the mix. They're never going to be on USC's level from a potential standpoint. I mean, uh, I, I would even think from a talent perspective, I know UCLA might not have the history, but it's not, I just I think feel like, I don't know. There's something and uh, as many times as coaches just haven't been able to, you would think, yes, they have the equal potential as USC, you know, all, all the same uh, uh, appeal, I guess, cachet from a uh, overall athletics department standpoint, glamor, right there in LA, but they haven't been able to get it done. So I think there may be, I think it's like a Colorado situation. Like you, you, you experience where they're just not that invested in the sport. Uh, so let me ask you this. Then would you put, you put Wisconsin ahead of Nebraska? Do you put it ahead of uh, Minnesota? Uh, yeah. For okay. now. So Although it's like middle of, those, of the pack for you. All of those are, are, you know, one, 10 year era of success for one team away from being, uh, you know, flip flopped in my mind, you know, they're all right on the same page. Serge, Wisconsin is a better job than Colorado. He says in the chat right now, a hundred percent. I don't think we're arguing that. Um, uh, But in the nineties, was it? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, Uh, Wisconsin was a dumpster fire in the, in the, in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. I will say this: Wisconsin has a much better crowd than UCLA. Yeah, well, shit. I mean, if this was ca- crowd based, fuck, they'd be they'd be better than USC too, dude. They'd be um, better than Michigan. Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, look, I get it. It's a great hire, like as far as like name, pizzazz, excitement around the program. I just wonder, you know, jumping from I, I always I actually had he stayed at Cincinnati, I had my doubts on how good they would be in the Big Twelve next year, right? Sure, of course. You know, they're going up, they're playing high level competition there. You've said it all year long. That's the best conference in college football. You know, can you do that week in, week out? They lost to Arkansas to start the year. You know, that's, uh, I thought they were the better team, but I think you're right. Seven and five sounds about what we would expect of Cincinnati at that, at yeah. that level. Uh, Maybe I, last year, the last couple of years, they would have been really good, like a TCU quality team, but like right at, right where they are right now, that's a seven and five team in the, in the, uh, Big 12. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I don't think Luke Fickle's going to be coaching at Wisconsin in five years. He might not be. You know where he might be coaching? Where's Ohio that? Ohio State. And that may be why he's making the move he's making. Is he seeing uh, Ryan Day's, uh, you know, seat heat up a little? He's just saying, hey, let me position myself. I don't know that he would be any better positioned at Wisconsin than he is at Cincinnati, but he can certainly say, I've proven it at yeah. the Big Ten level. But uh, to me, he's got like a one year window. Cause that we have the big 10 West next year. If he wins the big 10 West, which he could totally do. 
Totally. Yeah. Like I would not be shocked at all if he won the Big Ten West and played for the Big Ten championship next year. After yeah. that, I don't think that shit's happening. I don't think they're gonna be in Big Ten championships. I, I really don't. You. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess uh if Wisconsin if Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State are all allowed to and you USC know, be two of the th- yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. It's Even UCLA. I, can- I mean, UCLA, I get it. Like they they're they're fan turnout and shit, but the talent around Los Angeles is substantially better than the talent around around Wisconsin. Now I'm sure USC and UCLA will have some problems traveling east in this stupid fucking to conference. It makes no fucking sense, but I don't know. I just don't think they're ever going to sniff the. I, I personally, I don't think they're going to sniff the Big Ten championship once they get rid of the divisions. And and I, I look. I hope I'm wrong because I I like what. I mean, Wisconsin is an awesome state. Their fans are awesome. Yeah. I, I hope you know. I I would love to see Minnesota, Purdue, Wisconsin, Iowa all playing for Big Ten championships. I just think the reality is after next year, those days are fucking over. I think You're maybe probably right. Yeah. What would you think? Uh, Better, better coach, Matt Campbell or Luke Fickle? I think Matt Campbell. I think they're comparable. I think that's, you know, it's hard to say. I think Matt Campbell at Cincinnati would probably have some damn good years. Luke Fickle did as well as anyone's ever done there. I think Luke Fickle has turned into a very good coach. I think basically you're getting the equivalent of a Mercedes coach, maybe at that school. You're not getting a Lamborghini in in Luke Fickle. You I'm know? just and saying. So, but, Matt Campbell had Iowa State in the Big Twelve Championship. What two years ago? Yeah, right? they're both very very good coaches. I mean, I think and, it's harder to do that in the Big Twelve than you know. I get it. He, Cincinnati was in the CFP, but I think the AAC Cincinnati has a lot more talent than. Yeah, Iowa he State walked probably. in in the AAC when he walked in. Other than UCF, they were the most talented, talent rich team. It, yeah, you know what I mean. Like so. Uh, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I hope I'm wrong because Wisconsin's awesome. But I I do think, and I say the same for Iowa fans. Uh, you know, we love Kirk Ferentz here, and I think, you know, he's done a great job in like 20 years there. But I also think the storm is coming with them getting rid of, uh, you know, divisions. Now you could still end up being in the playoffs essentially, maybe if you. Well, even to if you, push back yeah. on you, I mean, I, I don't know that uh, the, the Iowa probably makes less Big Ten championship games especially with USC coming into town and you know, both Ohio state and Michigan being able to play for it, but sure. They have to play Ohio state and Michigan more often now, but they also get to play Maryland and Rutgers more often, you know? And so as opposed to the sec West No, but Rutgers is the same as Northwestern, right? That's true. That's true. I would Uh, say Maryland actually this year, you, you don't Maryland's Maryland might win the big 10 West this year, man. That's true. That's true. Uh, very, I mean, if Purdue did it, Maryland could do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think you're probably right. I, I, what, what do you expect from Luke fickle at Cincinnati year in year out at, at Cincinnati uh, given, or at, at Wisconsin, at, uh, Wisconsin rather. That's what I'm saying. Unfortunately, as much as I like them and I look, I hope I'm wrong. Eight and four, nine and three. No, no. Next year. I think they could win nine or 10 games, but after yeah, that, but once, yeah, I don't even think nine and three Seven man. and five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I give it I give Luke Fickle at least eight and four. Dude, you I gotta factor probably... in the other coaches. Like let, let's let's talk Big Ten coaches then. Yeah. The chat's right. Brett Bielma is at Illinois and he's stealing I mean, he's gaining momentum at uh at Illinois. He is. I, where would you put Luke Fickle as far as right now if you add in Chip Kelly and Lincoln Riley, which you have sixteen teams, 
Where would you have him in the coaching ranks? That's a great question. Um, is he better than PJ Fleck? You think? I don't know that he is. I have. Uh, I want to. Uh, I don't know. PJ Fleck, Fleck went undefeated at at Western Michigan. That's true. It is true. He's going to have his work cut out. I mean, if he wants to prove that he's uh, an elite coach, you know, he's going into a spot where he has the opportunity. If he can overcome, there's just a lot of parity. A lot of like, you know, what level three teams and coaches. Uh, in the Big Ten, because obviously your level one's Michigan, Ohio State, uh, and um, USC. You think he's forward. a better coach than Jeff Brom? <sighs> yeah, I do. I think he's proven more at this point. See, I don't think so. so. I think if he was at Purdue, I don't think he ever would have uh, gotten Purdue to the. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's it's to me, it's razor thin. It's That's razor apples thin. and oranges. Yeah, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to say. Um, I don't know. I I I, I think. I think five years from now we might be having another conversation. Uh, but I'll tell you this: if he can win next year, then he's afforded a few years. I think if he can get well, to the Big Ten maybe championship he wins next, next year. year, right? He wins the yeah. Big Ten West next year. Yeah, and Day loses again against uh, Michigan in the Big House next year, which they're starting to think it's it's likely. Then, I would I would bet on that. Then boom, a one and done in Wisconsin for Fickle and a uh, a, a Big Ten championship would would make him very. Uh, what appetizing was the word enticing for, uh, for Ohio state. Yeah. Uh, now. Okay. So what would you, if you were to give that a letter grade, what would you give that one? I give it like a B plus given what's out there. What, B. If they had retained Jim Leonard, what would you have given that? I'd have given that like a B just because he, maybe a B plus as well. I think I, think I would. I, yeah. I think I would have had it the same if, if, if not more, I don't know. I just feel like Leonard, you didn't give him a fair. I mean, yeah, this, I 100% the roster agree with that. wasn't good. Yeah. You can do guy, any, you can put fucking Don Shula in 72 as your head coach. I don't think he's going to be able to win those games. Right. I mean, all things considered, he had him uh, almost tied for the uh, conference lead at the end of the season after, you know, deflating a coach fired mid season situation. I thought he did kind of well. Obviously, not Barry Alvarez, but Brett Bielema well when the program was in its prime, but uh, I think he was doing fine. They should have given him another try probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, I hope I'm right. I'm hope uh, I'm sorry. I'm hope I'm wrong. And I hope Wisconsin's competing for big 10 championships in Iowa and all. Uh, I just think uh, those days are, are numbered. They're be numbered. I mean, look at Nebraska when, when, you know, when you see, see it for what it is, it's like, Hey, you guys have been riding way above your level for a long time. And maybe it's time for you guys to come down to earth. That it could be now, or maybe, maybe they know something we don't. And he actually is an elite coach. All right. So let's move over to Lincoln, Nebraska. Cause you were just talking about him. Matt rule is the new he- head coach in Lincoln, Nebraska. He just hired away. What's uh what's, what's my guy's name set? Not Scott Satterfield. Satterfield, the OC of South Carolina, taking the job going over to uh, uh, Lincoln essentially with the Cornhuskers. You know, I'm a bit shocked by both of these hires a little bit. Like the fickle yeah. one, the fickle one, I was shocked because I thought, wow, why would he pass Notre Dame and Michigan State and go to to me like the clear, clearly the worst one of the three. Uh, yeah. And then the Matt Rule one was interesting to me just because I think he's going to make Nebraska good. Yeah, but I don't think they'll ever be great. If that makes sense. I agree. It's tough to like uh, hate on what he's done in his previous stops. I mean, obviously 
he took over. I don't know that Baylor was in terrible condition before he took over. I don't think they were, uh, but he had a rough first year, one 11, seven and six, 11 and three. If he stays another year at that pace, you're expecting a national championship out of them. Kind of a similar thing at temple two and 10, six and six, 10 and four, 10 and three. See the temple um, thing though. I definitely think they, th- that he, he look and he did a great job with temple, but the AAC was incredibly down those years. Those were the, some of the Montgomery years. Those are some of the, uh, the Tuberville days at Cincy. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like the, the AAC, even I think UCF that was pre frost. I think, I think that was George yep. O'Leary. Uh, wait, were they even in the AAC then? I gotta even, I gotta double check and see when, when, what the, cause what you had, Tulane uh, was you shit did. then. Tulane well, was shit. Was then. It, yeah, it was just Houston, right? Herman was at Houston, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. So that was about, and Fuente was at Memphis. Okay. I mean, he's, he did a great job. I mean, obviously temple's temple. It's like 12 people in the stands every week. Uh, yeah. And let's be honest about Baylor. Um, was it him that took him like a play away from the, like a few yards away from the big 12 uh, championship game or yes, even, uh, no, that was him. Yeah. Or the national championship rather, I think, or the playoff rather. Yeah. Let's uh, say the, the playoff, I think. Yeah. And then the other guy got walked down from behind by the Oklahoma defender. Um, yeah. I mean, he might actually be really good. I don't know what it is about him. I think there's just nothing uh, that's super uh, or- original. What's the word? I'm unique about his approach to the game. He's just he prepares his teams well and they execute well. I think schematically he's pretty good, you know, upper, upper echelon. Um, but in, in, in Nebraska, there's nothing about him. That's from the state that suggests he's going to be able to dominate recruiting. And then at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, you're going to, you're going to be a, a better coach than a lot of the team coaches or as good a coaches, some of the teams you're playing, but if you don't have better talent, then you're going to go eight and four. So that's, I think where our idea comes from there. And I even think like you go back and look at that 2019 Baylor season, a, they're at a conference schedule was fucking pathetic. They played rice UTSA pre uh, pre Jeff, uh, Jeff tra- trailer trailer yeah. and uh, Stephen F Austin. And then a two point win against Iowa state, a double overtime win by three against Texas tech, uh, a three point win against West Virginia, a triple overtime win against TCU. I don't know how good that team really was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he got there credit to him. Uh, they were good. They were plenty good, but um, you know, they weren't national championship level. I don't think, but they, they, that was an impressive season for him. I think I, I agree. I agree. But, and I actually think rule is going to last longer than fickle. Wow. There it is. Uh What's in a name? You know, does he rule? Is fickle fickle? Does Ooh, he leave? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I just think that uh, we have a situation. I mean, I get it. You, your, 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 your life is in a fishbowl in, in Lincoln, Nebraska. But I just think if he can get to, they, they know they've been so bad. They what the 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 last team to to make a bowl, or the the you know the the biggest bowl drought of the Power Five is is Nebraska. Wow. I think I think he'll get him back there. I wouldn't be surprised if he got him back there next year, uh, especially shit, with the NIL point, shit that they got going. Our projection of nine and three every year would or eight and four would have gotten him fired uh, five ten years ago. Now if he gets bowling every year, he's they're gonna put <laughs> yeah, up a statue. Have of a parade, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, what what do you think? If you had to grade the hires so far, uh, as far as like first, second, and third of those three, um, I would say uh, wait, it was fickle um, rule and freeze, what was the other one? yeah, and freeze. Uh, I well, would say actually, freeze. actually, actually, no, 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 let's do Arizona State's. Uh, Arizona State hired. <laughs> I was like him, dude. Yeah, they, this guy's like 28 years old. He's doing fucking Jaeger bombs this weekend. I guarantee you. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I was a bit perplexed there. I did see his press conference, and I thought it was cool. Thought it was yeah. cool. You know, he seemed like he really loves Arizona State. I know he hired away Idaho State's head coach today in the FCS, who has Arizona high school coaching ties. Yeah. There that, you go. That one's the most perplexing to me, though. I get it. He's from ASU. Maybe yeah. and, and to me, he's the that one's the biggest mystery to me as far as like I could be really wrong by saying. By saying yeah, we I don't think, know much about the guy. He's he's ten years old. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, but but, but rank number three the, offense in the country this year. It's hold on, to argue with that. Hold on, grade rule at Nebraska. Uh B. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, grade grade. Now let's go to. Dillingham at uh, at ASU. I mean, off off the cuff, it's like a D, you know, if not an F, you know. But I don't know. I mean, you get you hire a guy. That was, uh, the guys on Cover Three made a pretty good point about uh, him being uh, young, where they have hired a bunch of old coaches before. Dennis uh, Erickson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, Herm Edwards. So it's like. Uh, you know, that's at least a change of pace. Maybe you energize that program and say, and maybe that could be why they've just underperformed, you know, is they've just disconnect bad hires. Yeah, yeah. Disconnect with that. I mean, that those guys are definitely disconnected with the culture of uh, ASU. No devils. Uh, maybe you get a coach that actually knows what the fuck the sun devil <laughs> knows what your mascot is. Give me, give me that. Give me that clip. You got that one. Down? I do uh, have that one. So here. hang on, hang on, hang on. I got that. I got that right. Uh, where are we at here? Coach Ravino, Devil's Digest. Uh, Devil's well, Digest, huh? Yes, sir. Where are you located, my man? <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay, Devil's Digest. Okay. Uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm Catholic now. I'm a Christian. Watch out, them devils. <laughs> like uh, you're coaching for them, you fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe there's something to that. Maybe he's got a a, a high-powered offense. If you can make Bo Nix look good, then maybe maybe you do deserve some credit. <laughs> All right, now, so I mean, I I think this is the one I could be wrong about most because there's so so much uh, unknown about it. I think it's a bad hire just off of the like, a the age, the resume, yeah. Um, but he is an ASU guy, and I I know I could be really wrong on this on this projection because I I think it's unproven, it's unknown. I didn't know about Dabo Sweeney. Look how yeah. that worked out. Um, but. If you had to rank all four, then the best would be what? I think freeze. I think freeze is what's that? C minus C minus on Dillingham. Yeah. I'll even go C just cause it's unknown to me. Okay. Uh, uh, ranking the four to me. I go, I go freeze one. Yep. Rule two fickle three Dillingham four. you. I think you're looking at fickle from why did fickle take the job? I think if you're looking at who is Wisconsin going to get? I think they did pretty darn well to get fickle. So I think I put fickle to two, rule three and then Dillingham four. See, I think Jim Leonard would actually might have give them a better future than fickle. Tough to say. I so mean, I'm looking at it from that tell. also. 
I mean, I don't know. You fired Paul Christ. He won like 10 games every fucking year. <laughs> That's true. Um, I don't know, but uh, all right, before we get out of here, I want to talk about, so where does, where does everyone go? Where does everyone go? Obviously the transfer portal, December 5th. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a big day. I think a lot of coaches want to be named before then we'll find Is out that when it uh, open the signing day opens up. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be bonkers period. Yeah. It's going to be bonkers. Oh, wow. Uh, there's talk that Willie Fritz could be Georgia tech's next head coach. Would that one be a home run hit for the yellow jackets? I need to look at Willie Fritz's hits history a little more. Obviously what he's done in the past year or two um, has been nice. Um, but I'd like to see a longer track record of high level achievements. I want to get this pulled up, uh, but I feel like this is his by far his best coaching job this year. Um, uh, he had some great years at Sam Houston state, you know, Dude, that dude's a fucking winner, man. Lost two national championships in a row there. Um, yeah, he is a winner, but yeah, has he done it at the FBS level? This was his first season and he's been there. What one? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven seasons. His highest win total prior to this was seven and six. So and then he pops off a ten and two. He's definitely parlaying this season into a nice payday if he uh, does get the gig. But looking at his team this year, they look awesome. It's just can he do this every year? I don't know. I'm giving it like a B minus. B. No, I'll give it a B. <laughs> if that happens, B. we don't know that that's a done deal. Yeah. Uh, GBO Farms is saying they'll have fun with her in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, have fun with what? Fritz, oh, uh, get Willie it, Fritz get it. Slam hot dog. Oh yeah. Oh, she'll um, be at strip. She'll be she'll be working the strip club. All right. Uh, I, just a few other things here. Okay. Tulsa hires, or t- I'm sorry, Tulsa fires Philip Montgomery. Mm-hmm. I was a bit baffled at this one. I mean, yeah. I mean, let me look at his. How many years know. are you removed from the AAC championship? Two. That's true. And getting screwed. <laughs> they over have by the Cincinnati. smallest enrollment in college football in FBS college football. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm pull up some of their previous seasons and, and see what a good expectation is. I mean, prior to Philip Montgomery, they had had, wait, he's, he's had one, two, three, four seasons bowling. I guess uh, Todd Graham had them rolling pretty, pretty good there. Uh, prior to maybe um, they go back to the well. <laughs> <laughs> no, Actually, no, oh, no. Bill, Bill Brankenship had a few. Man, that would be funny if they went and got Ty Graham. That'd be a good fit. I don't know why that would be a good fit, but it could. I don't. I don't know. And I'm. Uh, I. I was a bit surprised at that one. I thought he would at least get until next year. Uh, Willie Taggart's fired at Florida State. Patty C. Your or thoughts? Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and Florida State, he was fired. Hey, uh, wh- who just uh, hired him as the OC for next year? Was it I, Miami? I heard, yeah, I heard speculation I think, that they uh, might hire him as. <laughs> I don't uh, know yeah, that that's. Yeah. I don't know that that's a done deal. I don't know that that's. I know he's, but uh, friggin' hilarious. Uh, but they will be re- the recruiting uh, machine of South Florida if he goes to Miami. Him and Cristobal together. No yeah. coaching chops, but they can recruit the hell out of that place. Um. Now, uh, what what do we think about that firing at Florida Atlantic? Yeah, were you surprised or no? Not really. I yeah. mean, they're they've been like one of the highest uh, recruiting teams in that conference, if not the highest, for years on end. He's underperformed for sure. Yeah, Tim Lester was fired at Western Michigan. God, former former Bronco quarterback there. 
Marcus Arroyo fired at UNLV. Mm. Opens the door. There's a program that you know only gave him three years. Uh, what is UNLV? A sleeping like uh, normal person? A a sleeping Power Five? There's not a sleeping giant. You can't call him that. But obviously, being in Las Vegas, eventually, a lot of yeah. I think there's good football being played at the high school level in Las Las Vegas. Bishop Gorman. You know they're turning out. I mean, you're, some guys. you're three, you're th- three and a half hour, four hour drive from L.A., dude. You from got, L.A. too. You got yeah, San Diego true. by. I mean, everyone wants to go to Vegas. Shit, I bet you you could recruit like Miami and be like, yeah, come to Vegas. All right. Yeah, it's true. And uh, the Death Star. They should have got Hugh Freeze because prostitution is legal there. Would have all That's worked right, out. <laughs> it would have all been an worked issue out. At all. <laughs> um, I know people were surprised with the Royal. I, I do think they gave him a little bit too short of a leash because COVID and everything, and then three years. I would have gave him another year. However, I don't think he was going to be the guy that to rebuild that job, even though they, they won five games this year, they improved. They got a little better under his watch, but I mean, maybe that's what they needed. You know, some programs as a UVA fan, I can say I was super stoked to get Mendenhall and have him get us up. He outperformed my expectations. I was thinking he'd be like a seven and five guy. He got us up to eight and four and it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, and speaking of Mendenhall, he might be the next head coach at Stanford. David Shaw is out. He resigns. He says, fuck you, Stanford, uh, with your non-transfer portal. You know, you can't, you got no one coming in. You got no one. You got, you got no grad school. I mean, none of the football players can get into grad school. So anyone that graduates dips out. Patty C, uh, were you surprised that, were you surprised at that one? Um, yeah, I guess a little surprised, but I shouldn't have been. I mean, Stanford as a program put me to sleep over the past couple of years. I completely like just stopped paying attention to them. They had no pulse unless something happened uh, as a guy who probably didn't, wouldn't stand for that. David Shaw probably said, I got to get out of here. It's not happening. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's his fault The the cards are like you said, stacked pretty, pretty far against them. So, yeah. um, yeah, but that nothing was happening at Stanford. I don't even know what they're gonna do to get back on the winning side of things there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's forecast this now. Oh, by the way, Jake Spavadol out at Texas State, gone. Get out of here. And I still think there's potential that Mac Brown could retire, or you know, Ferentz could retire. So I, I still think that we might get a, a oh, few we're names. We're just getting started. I feel, we are just uh, yeah, I still here. feel like I saw Memphis double down on Silverfield though. Wow. He's back. He's back next year, according to some there reports. Well, you know uh, what? I mean, the the first first dominoes have fallen from uh, the firing, and and maybe most of them, but the the first domino of a coach leaving for a new job hasn't even fallen yet. So, or, or has barely fallen. So that that's going to start a whole new round of this. Is Deion Sanders the next head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes? Man, I saw someone right before the podcast saying they're hearing pretty loud whispers that that's a real possibility. Well, and in Colorado, I think they said they wouldn't announce their coach till the day after the celebration bowl. Okay. Uh, respect, respect there. That would be, that, I mean, no, my point I would mean, be that, that would indicate, yes, obviously that I mean, that could Sanders. just be a coincidence or, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Wait, they said that specifically Colorado's I heard, no, I mean, I heard Colorado beat writers were saying, I hear that the, that they're the not, announcement's gonna, not coming till after the celebration bowl. That's what, well, that's yeah. what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> that it's on Twitter. Indicates they strongly yeah. think it'll be prime time. Yeah. Um, all right. So 
if Dion goes to Colorado, who does Stanford get? Fuente to Tulsa says. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I, I read. I read a. Uh, I read someone's column saying Justin Fuente to uh, to Tulsa, or oh, I think you, I think Texas State might even take a shot at him. Sure. Uh, that, that that's going to be interesting to watch. What are your Bearcats going to do, buddy? Um, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Urban they Meyer. better go get Urban Meyer, please. Dude, this is this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Okay, the SEC and Big Ten have separated from you know everything else. It seems like for the future, at least for the power brands of college football. Even though I think the Big Twelve is the best conference in college football this year. Um, yeah. You want to know how to steal some TV ratings? Yeah. Get Urban Meyer to Cincinnati and have them really fucking good, which I think he would do. Yeah. While the Bengals are are, are coming up as a pro, uh, program too, all of a sudden Cincinnati's a a pretty hip city for elite football. And you then know. you get you get Dion to Colorado. Oh yeah, both the Pac-12. Dude, and their the, TV uh, ratings. I guarantee you, Colorado Buffalo's TV 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 ratings would be pretty fucking good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And since Especially, all this is based on TV ratings, apparently. Yeah, let alone if you can yeah. actually win some games there. Um, but yeah, I think I mean if you're if you're the Big Twelve and you're Cincinnati and you're able to get a guy like Urban Meyer, it's like, dude, you are now. Cincinnati becomes the premier program from a cachet or like a, a, a TV rating standpoint in the big 12. And then yeah. you're starting to maybe steal recruits from uh, Ohio state. Finally, if, uh, if day continues to slip against Harbaugh, then it's like, since he becomes that team in Ohio. And if you're that team in Ohio, you're a perennial national championship contender. If they can get urban Meyer, they better open up. They better fire every other coach in every other program and pick people off the streets to free up enough money to hire urban Meyer. It'll be worth it in the end. Yeah. Uh, Chris Peterson to Stanford. Do you think that happens? I would love it. It fits so well. I don't know if he's uh, behind the booth for the rest of his life or not, but I mean, that would be amazing. Mendenhall to Stanford. I can it see works. it. I can it see works. it. Uh, <laughs> Serge is hilarious. Colby. What grade do you give it? Patty CB. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, yeah, I kind of do on all these. I, I kind of, uh, you know, actually he gave Dillingham an F originally, but then he fixed it to a C minus. I gave it a C baby. All right. Um, we'll be feeling generous. If Dion goes to Colorado, what would you give that grade? I think you give that an A. I think, uh, I mean, it's a risk. It's a high risk, high reward situation um, in the same vein as Marcus Freeman. And I, I think Freeman has proven more as a coach than primetime had, but it's like, you got this pretty hip, like, you know, and, and showing great potential as a coach uh, figure here, yeah. he's going to be able to recruit, take, take your chance, man. If you get that super home run swing come, I mean, that ball comes across your plate, take, take that swing at it. You know, I, I saw also speculation that Matt Campbell, Cincinnati, you think he would take that? He's an um, Ohio guy, Mount union guy, Matt Campbell. Yeah, no, uh, he might. Yeah, he might. That might be time for him to change it up. That'd be interesting. Um, what else do we have? Hire. What do we? Tom uh, Herman at Cincy is a, another name that's been thrown around. I know you were throwing that one around. I like it. I, I want to do a good job. No, there. here's what I want. Here's what I want. I want Dion yep. to Colorado. Yeah. I want, I want uh, Mendenhall or Peterson. Actually, I want Peterson to Stanford. Craig yep. Bowl. I have a feeling we'll probably retire at any point. We want Bronco Mendenhall at Wyoming. Yep. Right. Amazing. Since Arizona State dropped the ball here. Then I want uh, Cincinnati to get Urban Meyer, right? 
Georgia Tech to get who? Uh, I mean, Chadwell. They should get Chadwell. They could get Mullen. I hear Chadwell might go to South Florida. <laughs> Talk about uh completely. I mean, is that even a lateral move or is that just a downward move? I just, point? Uh, you know, I I think you know everyone's factoring in. It's like the all this shit. It's like why I told you Dion could at Colorado could work is that they're going to have an automatic bid. And with USC yeah. and UCLA leaving, yes, of course you would have Utah and Oregon and Washington ahead of them right now. Yeah. But I mean, you but, are definitely opening the floodgates for recruiting to a lot and for the transfer portal well, to a lot of players. Well, the same with the group of 5. Remember yeah, UCF the whole group of 5. But, that's what I mean. No, what I'm saying UCF is, is leaving, Houston's leaving, Cincy's leaving. So Who's going to get that automatic bid? It could be, uh, it could be. I mean, I know East Carolina is the best program in the country, but I mean, uh, if, if true. ECU There's has a down year, five, uh, five power, five conferences. Yeah. And if they're talking about six auto bids, that's what I'm saying. Champions. Yeah. There we go. Good point. There we go. Good point. Uh, uh, Texas state, Gary Patterson, hire Gary. Pa- I know they're talking about going with some young gun. Go, go, Gary Patterson. Let's get Have him back in fun. the game. Let's get him back in the game. And, and right. what? Any other things before we get out of here? Do you want to see? Uh, anything that really stands out? That'd be really fun. John um, Gruden to Florida Atlantic. John Gruden, uh, John Gruden to Florida Atlantic, or John Gruden to UNLV. Mm. Put him in the mm. depth. Or, yeah. Love the UNLV angle. Put him in the same <laughs> stadium. Yeah. Lo- love it. Walking although, by Mark Davis every day, just like fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> although I still say, but yeah, that's great. That would be great. And then I still say Bobby Petrino to UNLV would be amazing. Amazing. Always, always. Let's fun. do it. Let's make that happen. Let's really yeah. make it happen. Uh, yeah. And Jeff Trailer still at UTSA. You got to think UTSA would have like like we're just talking about. If someone's going to get the Group of Five bid to in the FC or in the FCS in the twelve team. Programs like Boise State yeah. and Fresno State and uh, San Diego State and UTSA and UTSA uh, positioning themselves Memphis, then yep. all of a sudden you might you might have something going. It's going to be interesting to watch. Obviously, by Which the way, that, yeah. that's essentially what happened when you opened the door for TCU. You know, yeah. now they're better and than Utah. Texas and Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the transfer portal is already starting to go batshit crazy. We're probably going to have to do an episode on that one too. Folks, stay tuned. Obviously, by the time this podcast comes out in like 20 minutes, when I put it up, uh, there will probably be another coach hiring or firing or something. But stay tuned. I cannot wait to watch more college football. We got a picks a preview and picks episode coming out Wednesday. Shout out to Akron and Buffalo adding a Friday morning game. Love it. Love it. Hey, more schools. Why not just say fuck it and just add another game? Come on. I know New Mexico State's trying to. Shout out to Jerry Kill. I think they might get themselves to a bowl. Um, By the way, did you see that uh, that defensive uh, celebration uh, that the Steelers guy did earlier in this game? No, he batted down the pass. Instead I got the, the I got the Northwestern Pit game on here. Uh, okay, there you go. What happened? He got a penalty on it. Uh, instead, no. Instead of uh, you know doing the whatever talk shit or like wave your arms incomplete, he just gives them the thumbs down after he bats the ball down. <laughs> I fucking love it. That needs to be the standard celebration for a, for a breakup. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, all right, folks. Well, until, until, uh, until what Wednesday, actually, maybe I'll do a Danta base top 25 episode tomorrow till tomorrow on the college football experience. Um, 
you better start thinking about yours. Uh, check out, please get over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Our win totals. I'll put them up against any, any other platforms. All right. I was looking at them earlier today. Throw that dick in the air. Oh man. Bring on the other platforms. That's all I'll say. Uh, subscribe to the college football experience. And uh, we're on Twitter at, at TCE on SGPN. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us all a follow. Give us a five star review. Come on. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the college basketball experience, which every single night I am doing epi- episodes with Moneyline Mac, aka Ryan McIntyre. Uh, so I got to go do that episode now. All right. The grind don't stop. It just don't stop. All right. It just doesn't stop. Uh, no devil's here. No devil's here. All right, folks. This is the college football experience coaching carousel. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach in East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play in East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. Team speed for Christ's sake. The revenue is one and two.